and we are live. It's Friday, everybody, and this is Humor, Grace, and Grief on a special edition with Jill. And Deb. Yeah, it's it's 9-11 time, isn't it? That's 20 years. Night. Yeah. And it is all over the news. It is... <sighs> They're feeding our fears from way back when, and they're trying to reassure us, and they're feeding our fears. Um, does anybody else out there feel like a push-me-pull-you, you know? <laughs> and how, whenever this time, for me anyway, and maybe for you, Jill, whenever this time comes up, I remember exactly where I was when I was watching the TV and um, I was sharing that moment. I was figuring something out with one of the, uh, you know, Comcast or, or whoever, you know, for TV, you know, to keep that going. I was with the Comcast person figuring something out for my ex-husband who was in the hospital wow. and she and I were watching what was going on. And I remember that night being at church and singing Finlandia and just sobbing. And how about you? You probably remember what you were doing. I was at home. The kids were at school. They were very young. And I kept thinking, do I go get them? No, I should. It's a work day. I work for child welfare. I need to get to the office. Um, called my mom and checked on her and went to the office and walked in to find everyone just sort of walking around stunned. Mm -hmm. We had people there who had loved ones in the tower in that moment. Mm. And we had one who discovered that her niece and nephew had not gone to daycare at the tower that day. And their mom had not, but her cousin had, and he perished. And then we spent the whole day and night until probably close to midnight. I think it was our time on the Pacific Coast. Mm -hmm. Waiting to hear where my cousin's husband was because he was FDNY. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't in the, in the towers because he was injured, but they did an all call. Everybody came back to work. So he went to dispatch and um, he had to dispatch his own units and they didn't come back out. It was an extraordinarily long day. And, and then I remember bringing the kids home and I want to watch the news and I can't. Right. Right. Because I have little people. Right. Right. It, it was a, it was a tough day and it was hard to, focus on much of anything. It was hard to know what was going to happen next. And I remember the silence. Mm. I live near March Air Reserve Base, which is a former SAC base, mm -hmm. and another former base that still has um, Air Force Reserves there. And those were the only planes in the sky. They had some crisscross patterns going by occasionally of fighter jets. Right. But I'm, I'm under the flight path for a major airport and all of a sudden there were no airplanes. No airplanes in the sky. That's right. Absolutely. It was it was it was wild. 
it was heart-wrenching to watch people posting notices saying, you know, I'm looking for this person and going to hospitals looking for people. And it was very clear they weren't going to find them. Right. Right. Ugh. Even while we're talking, I'm seeing images in my brain from that day. And... Uh, I, I don't know about the rest of our listening audience, but I have given myself permission to not watch some of those programs. Absolutely. Especially because, people with recent losses. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it can stir up not just from uh, memories from that day, but any other losses, any uh, PTSD that you have, the images are so hard to watch. And I, I got to tell you, I gave a talk on Sunday and a lot of people are just feeling chaos now anyway. And then you put this on in the middle top of, it. of it. And it's like not look at how my hands are not one more thing. You know, what I do is I, I try to focus on the sense of it was almost universally worldwide unity of supporting. It wasn't yes. about supporting the United States. It was about supporting because the losses were worldwide. Right. Those planes were from New York. Everybody goes to New York. Mm -hmm. Right. And there mm -hmm. were all ages. Everybody could identify with somebody as well as the plane that went down in Pennsylvania and the heroism of the people on that plane and the right. folks in the Pentagon, which is supposed to be impenetrable and clearly wasn't. So right. I try to focus on the images of, you know, the, the queen sent out her, her, her guard who played music and they played the star spangled banner outside of Buckingham palace. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there were Americans mixed with Brits Right, right. right. They, they, they lit up the Sydney Opera House. And it, it was a, a sense of we need to support one another in this huge loss to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. I have chills while you're talking <laughs> about this. You can see those videos without seeing right. the other right. ones because we all know how real it is. We don't need to see those to remember the incredible number of humans who lost their lives and families who lost their sense of family that day. And I've been reading on the internet, you know, many people sort of wish not for 9-11, but 9-12. Because right. that, you know, we're, right now the country feels so divided that again, and it's 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 just so hard. Hi, Brittany. Brittany saying I was a freshman in high school and walking through the halls when a student mentioned planes flying into a building, uh, but didn't grasp the full picture until we were ushered into a big room to watch on TV. And the math teacher saying our test was uh, postponed and a friend who was waiting for a word on her dad. 
Yeah. It was that day. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. It was. It was. It was. was. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's also, though, and I talk about this because I don't want anyone to watch the video necessarily. Um, I think it was the FAA. One of our federal agencies was able to go in and, and get people to donate the recordings from their loved ones' cell phones, particularly the people who were in the tower and mm-hmm. the people who were on the plane who knew that they were not going to get home. Right. But knew that the passengers were going to take the plane down. And that's, right. those are the days when, for those who were too young, we used to have these things on planes. You had to slide a credit card. Yeah. And then it would release this funky looking chunky thing. And for about a zillion dollars a minute, you could talk to someone and everyone thought it was so cool. And nobody used it because it was too expensive. Right. We right. had rudimentary right. cell phones. But they were so close to the ground, their cell phones worked too. So those folks called home and some of them reached people and that's marvelous. Mm-hmm. But the ones who didn't left voicemails. That's right. And the voicemails almost universally said a number of things, no matter who it was or where they were from. It was, I love you. I will miss being there with you. I do hope you miss me. I want you to go on with your life and take me with you. I want Mm -hmm. you to go find joy again. Mm -hmm. I don't want this to define you or our family. And I think that's awesome. That's, wow. (laughs) You talk about last minute uh, making, maybe not making peace with themselves, but to leave that as a gift for your family. That was the goodbye, and, right? Yeah, and they are, Brittany. They were heart wrenching to listen to. They definitely were, and but now you don't have to listen to them because I just told you about them. So yeah, right, 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 right. That's why we're right. here. Yes, don't listen to them. And you know, to if we can take things away from that day, which is. It didn't matter whether you were from another country. It didn't matter if it was, if you were another religion. It didn't matter if you were Republican, you know, or Democrat. It didn't matter for at least a little bit, we realized as as a people, as a nation, that some things don't matter. Some things are bigger than all of that. Right. The other story I like to think about, and I realized there were lots of losses, and I've worked with lots of people who've had losses from 9-11, so Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. It, It was a major loss. It continues to be a major loss because this comes up every year in such a big way. But the people in Gander... Newfoundland. Oh yeah. Right. Right. It's they, from come fly away. Right. They had a tiny, they had a huge airport, a tiny population. Every house was opened. Every school was opened. They fed people and people who didn't know each other on those planes came back knowing other people on those planes. There was a marriage that came out of it. Right. 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 I just read about that, but during even during that time, hearing about what was going on in Gander was like, oh my goodness, another country took in 44 flights or something. 
and made them all part and, and tried to support them because they were feeling the losses too. And so they mm -hmm. were sharing it the best that they could mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and making things. And so they did the things we all do for grief. They right. cooked, they got blankies out. They gave smiles and hugs, right? They did all the things we do when people have had a loss. Mm -hmm. Only they were dealing with people who had losses from around the world. And one of the losses was they couldn't get home. There right. Was no it could be home. with Every, their loved ones. Every plane was grounded no matter where it was. Right. 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 If you were flying from Miami to LA, you ended up in, you know, Cincinnati or something. Right. Everybody just dove to the ground. Wow. And I think the fact that they could, there's that universal cook, hug, support, mm -hmm. smile, listen, mm -hmm. give an ear. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. You know, in the long run, that is all it's about. You know, could you support your fellow human? Mm -hmm. And uh, could you put aside, you know, uh, belief systems. The only belief system is, can you feed them? Can you shelter them? Can you, can you reach out a hand in that darkness to pull someone into light? That's, that's what it's can about. You give them a moment of joy. Can you do one little moment? I often talk about a hair's breath. You know, can you give them a chance to take a breath? And that's, in the long run, that's what's important. We forget that. We get caught up in uh, tons of ideologies, word phrasing. Anger. Uh, say again. Anger. We get angry, we do this, we do that. What's important? Can you lend a hand? Mm -hmm. And for and those who ended up in the war that came from this, mm -hmm. can we now at the 20 year when we've removed ourselves, can we lend a hand to those people? Can That's we tell right. them thank you for being willing to serve and no matter how you feel about any of it, thank you for being willing to stand up and can you be supportive of them because they've got an extra sense of loss today? I'm quite certain. I've heard from several. Right. And and I, I need to say this. Even if you see someone that looks like they're from the Middle East, Kindness do not goes. assume they're a terrorist. That was such a hard thing afterwards understandable and yet that needs to stop we don't need to associate individual people with right. world events right. right right just like we don't with where the virus came from and we right. don't need to, we didn't we shouldn't have during world war ii right right we have i have a, a dear friend whose family was um several friends actually but one dear friend whose family was interned because they were japanese that's um, right. During World War II, and another friend was going to the racetrack at Santa Anita in mm -hmm. a few weeks. And I said, do we even have a National Historic Marker there? Because that was an internment site. 
I know and there is one in California. I've been to it. We have several. Yeah. But, um, I didn't know if we had one there. And a friend said, yeah, my aunt was born in the VIP section because that was the maternity unit mm. of the stadium. And then mm -hmm. the babies and moms went to the stables. That's where they were housed. Mm -hmm. Right. We And that was, again, that you're associated by looks. That's right. Ancestry when, in fact, all of us. After 9-11, we're in this together. And right now, on the anniversary at 20 years, we've got a whole generation who don't even remember this day. I know. I right? know. And, you know, it'll be a blip in a history book. And then there's yeah. those of us who were there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like to think about, you know, I belong to World Laughter Tour. And one of the women, her... Her son died in the towers and she needed to, she felt like she needed to laugh again. So she became a certified laughter leader. And that's a give back above all give backs. Right, right. She needed to find that joy again. And, you know, there's, there's so many other people that that moment spurred them to give back more, to, to maybe be a little kinder and to be a little gentler with their loved ones. We so, have a local radio station that's marking mm -hmm. tomorrow in a community near here called Norco, where we did lose someone in Afghanistan last week. Mm -hmm. And um, they've had memorials, but they're actually doing a food drive mm -hmm. to mark 9-11. And have involved uh, local military units and ROTC units to do a give back. Mm -hmm. Let's honor those and the losses and all of the ongoing losses by doing something good for people. Right. Which I right. love. And I'm sure there are communities around the nation that are doing something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to patriot. I know we call it Patriot State, but we can call it do something good to, to be kind on a tough day day. Right. 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 Not asking for a lot, just and, enough. And, you know, Brittany brings up an important point. It's her sister's birthday. Oh, right. Yes. And it's actually the birthday of my oldest daughter's um, birth brother, who's mm. no longer alive. And so for those who do have birthdays, anniversaries, mm -hmm. it's a Saturday. There are going to be people getting married tomorrow. Right. Can we let them have their joy? Mm -hmm. Can we say we remember those? We remember the event, but can we remember that there's still, even after that, there were how many babies born? Oh, yeah. To the FDNY and NYPD after that? Yes, yes, yes. Right? Oh, my you, goodness. You know, there was a study done on um, the widows of the FDNY called the Surviving Sisterhood or Surviving mm. Sisters. I don't know if you saw it. Mm. For anybody who hasn't read it, it's uh, I think it's actually been made into a book. But it talks about what made those women so resilient after 9-11. Mm -hmm. And some of the things, now there was a lot, but some of the things they discerned down was they shared the same loss. Mm -hmm. Each of them had their own person or persons because some families lost multiple members. Because mm -hmm. FDNY and NYPD tends to bring in family, right? Right. But they shared the same sense of loss, the same definition of loss, and they stuck together. 
right? They, they helped each other make they that loss work. Mm -hmm. And they set boundaries around themselves so they could do grief the way they needed to. Mm -hmm. And they were able to find space to give their little ones joy and fun and birthday parties instead of the overwhelming sense of every day's a funeral for the first six months, which it was. And, and in that support, when you, when you come together, there's no judgment on how, you know, so-and-so is getting through their uh, loss or, you know, someone else. And I think people forget that we don't all grieve the same. There are commonalities, but allow someone their space for when they're, when they've lost something, whatever that loss is for them. And, and we forget about that. We say, oh, well, we've talked about this before. I'm sure some of the widows found love again. And, 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 and then they get judged. Well, isn't it too soon? You know, we've, we've talked about things like that. Something else that happens, and I found that this happened with me because my dad died when I was 14. And I asked some of these very same questions. On one of the news programs yesterday, they had um, kids who were babies, and now they're 20-something, basically, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of them really honored her father by doing more good into the world. Right. And, and um, same with this, uh, with this gentleman. But the other one, you, you could tell she was still struggling 20 years later. And she wonders, you know, are you proud of me? And um, I remember asking that. I was in my 40s and my dad died, like I said, when I was 14. And going, I wonder if he would be proud of me and what I've become. And, you know, you sort of long for that approval. And that is real common. And, and that's what I say. Oh, uh, Debbie Jenkins Frankel. She's a grief oh. person. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And uh, the world changed that day. I went to the hospital. I was working at that day to help our patients get through the day. And you're welcome. We, we do try to acknowledge those special days, Debbie. So thank you for writing in. Too. And what it means for the kids survivors like you, Deb. It's, yeah. Did, did I honor my parent well enough? Would they be proud of me? And yet as parents, at our ages, we all we know that you know what. It really doesn't matter what our kids do. We're always proud of them. Right. We love them. We it love doesn't them matter. For who they are right. We love them for what they do. We love them for being the people they are. Yeah. But knowing you as I do, if he's not proud of you, he and I will have words later in another life. <laughs> well, um, just a little continuation because I bet things like this happen to other people who lost someone, especially even on that day. Right. I just want to say that when I asked that question out loud, I had tears in my eyes. Dad, are you proud of me? An hour 
later, and I am not making this up, my uncle called. He's really a cousin, but we call him uncle. He called, he um, didn't call, he wrote me a letter. And he said, you know, your dad and I were best friends. And if he saw you today, he would be so proud of you. I was like, what? Messages. Message. And so I bet even today on a day like this, the people that had loved ones die that day or even the next day and the next day and because of all the asbestos and everything else they breathed in, they died maybe six years later, 10 years later. We just because, lost somebody a few weeks ago. Because of that, the exactly. The last responders are dying now. Yes, yes. And when you are the person left behind, right? The other person's dead. And you ask a question, lots of times, eventually you get an answer and it doesn't necessarily come in the way of the letter that my uncle wrote an hour later <laughs> that was like what however you're willing to receive a message that's how it comes and people say oh, when i find a penny i know my son is talking to me or I know my mom's here because of the monarch butterflies. Or the license and plate messages that many people license plate. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's, exactly. a lot, there's a lot of research that shows that well more than 60% of people who've had a major loss look for after death communications. Mm -hmm. And an even greater percentage look for someone to help them with it. And they don't tell people close to them or their therapist because they don't want anyone to think that they're being weird. It but it's a, a natural inclination. A natural inclination. It is. And uh, in fact, uh, next month, I have a, a good friend who uh, does uh, mediumship in a different way. And uh, it's not like the Long Island medium. She's not like that at all. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's an okay thing. It's a healthy. It's normal. It's yes, it's normal. It's healthy. I remember my, my father, my grandfather, after my dad died, grandfather, people said he was crazy because he was hearing voices and he was carrying on conversations and they would hear and I'm like, good for you, Grandpa, even back then, you know. So, but when it's a traumatic death, like 9-11, it's like the wind is knocked out of you. You literally cannot breathe. And once you can start breathing again, you start asking questions that can only be answered by the people that are dead. And let's suspend for a moment that let's say you don't believe them. Who is it harming if they believe them?
let them have it. That's right. Let them have their joy in the memory. Mm -hmm. Let them have the belief that they've had an after-death contact. That's right. Don't question it. Don't denigrate it. That's and right. Do your best to support it. Because exactly. it's a normal response. We have the research. We know this. And it doesn't matter if it's a traumatic death or an expected death. It's a universal experience. It and is. we know we've had those kinds of beliefs since before we even had written language. Because uh -huh. we found and excavated graves from long ago where there were things included that belonged to that person that were important to them. Uh -huh. Which alludes to the fact that they thought they were going to reconnect with the people in this life again. Uh -huh. So I part also, of 9-11, let's let people have that joy in those memories. And other things that happened with 9-11 that, you know, where people get upset, right? Oh my God, I missed my train. Once they started thinking about, oh, I missed my train. There's a type of uh, survivor's guilt even then. A lot of it. Yeah. And, and, but especially for the ones who missed their plane, missed their plane, missed their train, called in sick, whatever. Had a dental appointment. <laughs> and their coworkers died and right. they're still here. And universally, People say, why me? And these are questions that also happen under other death circumstances or other loss circumstances. Why me? And universally, we can say, we're so glad you're here. Right. Right. It's not your fault. That mm -hmm. others lost their lives. We're so glad you're still here. We're glad you're here. Mm -hmm. You matter. Absolutely. And, and you know, just even saying that to someone today, you matter. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you, Jill, for being in my life. Thank you for being there with me, Deb. You make my day much happier. I used to even pray. I used to pray before I went in my first nursing job. Dear God, please don't let me kill anybody today. And please don't let me make them any sicker than they already are. <laughs> that was my prayer every single day as a new nurse. Right. Right. You know, if you can. And this, this applies to what we're talking about, I, highly anxious as a hospital nurse, like over the top anxiety. And I would come home and just berate myself because I didn't give the medicine at the right time. I didn't do this. There were four tasks I couldn't do. And, and one of my nursing instructors knew this about me and she'd call me up a couple times a week. And she'd say, did you talk to your patient today? Yeah, yeah, but I didn't do this, and I forgot the water, and I forgot their crackers. And she goes, did you say, how you doing? So did they see a it, smile? 
Yes. If you weren't wearing a mask, in which case you see a smile like this. Right, 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 right. Did you did you make them smile? Deb, you're great at that. Did you do that? And it was it was a way of looking at can you just do this little thing today? Right. You know. And can someone acknowledge that for you? That's right. I have to say, when we first adopted our kids, we were new moms, but our kids were not babies. So they would remember all the mistakes we made because they were old enough to have firm memories by the time we got them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are days when you're parenting, you're like, what am I doing? Mm. I have the degrees. I feel like a complete fool, a failure. I'm right. not doing it well enough. Right. I didn't do this. I forgot. Every parent does that, right? That's why I like being right. a parent. And although I still worry about my kids. And what happened was my mom intuitively from the day we got the first child started calling me every night and saying, you know what? You are really good moms. Right. Every right. single day. Who needs anything more than that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for today, it's it's 9-10. Tomorrow's 9-11. For those like Brittany who have sisters who have birthdays, happy birthday. We mm -hmm. hope you can enjoy that you are here on the planet and that you get to be celebrated. For those who had losses on 9-11, whether in the tower or not related, mm -hmm. please remember your loved one, but with some joy and some smiles, if you can. Mm -hmm. Not fake ones, but do tell the stories. Yeah. Tell, tell the, the stories. And tell the survivors that their loved ones will be proud of them, as Deb said. Yes. 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 That's, I, I think that's so, so important. You know, uh, it, many people don't realize they just, if you can say to that daughter or son whose mom or dad are dead, if you can say, you know, your, your mom was proud of you. Your dad was proud of you. Wow. They loved you beyond measure. That's right. Even when you were in trouble. Yeah. Right? That's exactly, exactly. If, if, if you can do that, or you can just say, I know your mom or dad aren't here. I'm telling you, I'm proud of you. I got to watch. I would use my eyes so they could see from beyond. Right. What a great kid you are. And whatever the age of the loss. That is, that's really important. And you tomorrow, know? let's make sure we're extra kind to anybody we encounter. Exactly. I, even if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. I ended up on the floor yesterday when I woke up. The dog stretched. I moved and plop. Oh, bummer. If that's tomorrow, I'm going to still be kind to whoever I encounter. Because <laughs> it's a tough day tomorrow and we can make it better. If we make a right, decision to right. do so. Right, right, right. Ah, well, to our listening audience, may your day be filled with peace. May your day be filled with connection. May you feel your heartbeat. And that's, you know. Connect with it. That's right. And share it with yeah. someone else. Share. 
even in a bad moment, share. Okay? Have a as good a weekend as everyone can, a safe weekend. Be kind out there. Right? And we will see you back here on Friday of next week. And we'll have, we're going to start with a series of guests who will be coming on the show. So we're excited about that, but we'll leave that alone until next week. Sounds Bye, good. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.